Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Sometimes the world looks like you ain't ever seen it before. Stuck behind never-ending windows. All you need is a door. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remember in unusual times it can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride. Cause everybody needs a climb. So set your worries to the side. Just ask. Say the word and I'll be there. Just ask. You know the greatest Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host on Love Lines, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Jess, if there is any time in the universe for you and I to truly need an advice uh, (laughs) podcast or radio show, this would definitely be the time to do so. Uh, So Mm -hmm. I think it's only fitting that we are trying to get some life advice from Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Not the people I would pick to be giving me advice, specifically Adam Carolla in this episode. No, Um, he's a fucking dick in this. Yeah. What Mm -hmm. a fucking pig. And I understand. I understand that this is like early 20s, 20s, early 2000s comedy, but also Mm -hmm. I'm just like, you're a dick, you're a pig. I don't like to watch you. I don't like to look at you. Um, Dr. Drew's fine, but also whatever. Do we know, like, Dr. Drew did uh, Teen Mom for a while, right? Oh, that's where I know him from. Yeah, Yeah, he did, like, 16 and Pregnant. He did Teen Mom. He did a lot of those, like, MTV teen shows. Uh Yeah. I um, never did watch a Love Lines or listen to a Love Lines. And, you know, I think I'm, like, fine that I didn't. I think that my life is fine without it. Yeah, I agree. I think I'm fine without it. (laughs) Yeah. I don't need their fucking advice. Now, Mm -mm. just... um, we be we are struggling over here on the streets on the very, on the yeah. snstm streets we mm-hmm. uh you know like a, um one of our favorite things about uh having a platform is being honest with our listeners and our mm-hmm. our we, i mean like really like I, we consider a lot of you to be good friends and um yeah i was alluding to it last week uh but i'm kind of a mess 
I'm kind of, I'm kind of a fucking disaster mess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of good and there's a lot of mess. And I feel like uh, since it's just you and me, um, you know, yeah. just the home team, right? Just the home, this is suddenly a sports podcast. It's just the home team. Yeah. Why does I? Why do I always revert to sports references? I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Do you think but... your audience is here? <laughs> I don't know myself. No. Um, I do. Mind. I actually do know myself, which it, it, I'll, I'll get into it. But like, mm-hmm. um, I feel like this is a good time for us to do like a proper life update. Yeah. Um. You have a little stuff too if you're feeling up to sharing. Yeah. Um, it has been honest to God, probably the roughest week in my life in a hot minute, if not the mm-hmm. roughest, I would say. Yeah. Mostly because I've 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 been I feel like I've said this before on the podcast. And if I haven't, I'll say it now. Like I've had a very privileged life in that most things have gone well for me. I've not had to deal with much heartbreak or hardship or like family stuff or anything like that really um and so like this week was especially rough I think because it's the first time I've ever had to really go through something that as an adult I would say that uh has been so difficult um and so I I need I feel like I I, honestly I have to say it at the top of the podcast anyway because um we're gonna be touching on Graham's cancer and I feel like that's kind of gonna trigger it um Uh, so I'm, uh, I just, I'm going to share with everybody. We got some, um, really difficult news earlier this week that our dog has a cancerous lump. Um, our dog Winston, uh, he is a golden retriever. They are prone to, to getting cancerous lumps, but still it was very, um, difficult for us to hear. He's eight years old, which is a little on the young side, not super young, but, um, we're, we're going to see an oncologist. It's, it's going to be a whole thing. Um, but like anybody who knows me knows how ridiculously attached I am to him and, uh, and getting news like that is never, never super easy. So, um, I gotta be honest, watching anything with anybody having cancer can be a little bit difficult for me right now, but I'm pushing through and we're going to be okay. We have like tons of friends and family giving us love, giving us support there for us. Um, and, uh, any good vibes, like if you just have any little extra, like little sprinkles of good vibes, you could throw our way. We would like, you know, any, if you pray, pray for him, whatever you want to do, um, we would like so greatly appreciate it. And then just on top of that, um, I'm like adjusting to some meds that I am taking uh, for my mental health that unfortunately have made me extremely nauseous and just very, very ill for the past few days. And so like, I just basically got whacked with a cannonball um, or a wrecking ball, whatever you want to call yeah. it uh, over the past couple of days is not been yeah. easy. Um, no. And then of I'm course, here. like you're making an adjustment in your career as well. Yeah. A huge adjustment in my career. Um, I, I left my job about a month ago and I am starting a new job this, this week. Um, <laughs> uh, recaps. Yeah. So if you, if you didn't even know um, pusher recaps, I've been kind of, doing podcasting and them for on the side for a while now and I'm making the leap to a uh, full time uh this upcoming week. So it's just been a lot mm-hmm. uh to adjust to, but we're we're pushing through, making it through. It's just I said to Sarah before we started recording, this is not the dramatic start to Leo season that I wanted. Mm-hmm. It is my season, but <laughs> this does not feel like the start of my season. Um yeah. so uh that's okay though. We're we're pushing through, but I know Sarah you had some other <laughs> stuff going on that is just like Gosh, we're both just so messy right now. <laughs> so if that's not enough, um, I, you know, the, the news that I have to share is that I've oftentimes talked about my long-term relationship. I was in a 
16 year relationship and I broke off my engagement a couple of weeks ago. And um, it's definitely an adjustment. It was my decision. And I feel as though there's so much to say, um, so much to explain, but I kind of just want to lead with the fact that for the first time in my life, I've decided to put myself first and my mm-hmm. needs first and my independence first and my happiness first. And I spent a lot of my life, my early life, I started dating my ex when I was 18 years old. So my entire 20s, um, my early 30s, serving somebody else and putting somebody else before myself uh, to my own detriment. And I found myself unhappy for years. But because of a lot of things, uh, you know, it's like, so many logistics, so much fear, so much all of that um society of like being like you're a person that's been dating somebody for so long and you're you're in your early 30s and like life is like flashing before your eyes Mm -hmm. I you know I stayed in something for longer than I really should have and I I, like I kind of want to like give credit to a couple of things like I feel as though like if it wasn't for like podcasting honestly then I don't think that I would have gone to know myself well enough to first of all articulate like my communication skills has greatly improved Mm -hmm. since podcasting in 2020 and I've been able to vocalize things I haven't been able to vocalize before one of my favorite things about our podcast um is the fact that like we are very open about our own life experiences. Um, And I just think that it also helped me get to know myself more and what I want and what I don't want. Um, And, you know, like Jess, like you also like, you know, through you, through PSR, through Shania shows taught me, like I've experienced a lot of new things in the Mm -hmm. last three years and my life expanded, my mind expanded. So that's it. Um, as all of you know, I live in New Jersey. I'm like moving out of my situation. It's a progress. And um, I am moving out of New Jersey because simultaneously, and this is, I guess, where some of the mess comes in. Uh, <laughs> I have also uh, fallen in love with somebody else, like somebody that like, I mean, as a familiar voice, somebody that you're going to uh, be someone that's going to be on the podcast next week. Um, mm-hmm. I'm honestly like extremely smitten. And like a- Adam, Adam's been my podcasting partner on PSR for the last year or so, or at least the last eight months. And um, I don't know, like it started off as a friendship and it just like kept going. So that's, that's the news. It's a lot of news. It's a lot of stuff to take. A lot of news up front. Yeah. It's a lot of news, but like, I'm so happy, but like very overwhelmed with life, of course. And I think that's totally normal. And I think this is also just the point to, to tell people too, like you, everybody in the world deserves happiness. It is like a right that you are given at birth like it is something that you were supposed to by the way i in my life for a lot of it thought i didn't deserve to be happy yeah every another 
yeah, if you are out there and you think you don't deserve to be happy, that's bullshit. And you do absolutely every single person deserves happiness. And if you're not happy, then like try to change that in whatever way you possibly can, whether it's getting out of a relationship that no longer makes you happy, whether it's like adopting a puppy, I don't know, whether it's yeah. doing literally anything, try to make yourself happy. Because like, if, if all this week has like taught me anything and it's that like life is so extremely short. And so we need to like treasure the moments that we have and yeah. Uh, especially with our loved ones. And so like, uh, yeah, it's a lot at the top of the podcast, but we felt like, you know, this is our little community here and we're always super honest with everyone. And I feel like if we started talking about this episode, that is a fucking mess <laughs> without first going into like our mess, uh, it yeah. just felt like a little disingenuous. And I honestly, um, I take a lot like of pride. Supporting, yeah, like, of course. Us, of course. You know? I mean, I take a lot of pride in the fact that like we open up like our hearts and souls to you all. Yeah. I feel as though, um, I mean, that's kind of why I really love the idea of podcasting was to tell my story when I felt like <laughs> there wasn't a lot of people in my life to listen mm -hmm. to what I wanted to say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's that's it. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> if you ever want the AMA that we've been begging you all to, all we want to do is Years. do an AMA. Ask Years. Thing. If you want to ask us anything, then, you know, hook us up with the AMA so that we can answer your questions. But yeah, yeah. But questions. maybe this is not as like interesting as we think it is, but it's our lives and we think it's interesting. We think it's fascinating. We think, I mean, <laughs> to be honest with you, we think we're fascinating. Yeah. I wish but, my life was a little less, I wish my life was a little more boring at the moment, but it's fine. Yeah. I mean, to be um, honest with you, like I'm, I'm vibing. Oh yeah. So like BTW, I'm like fully moving out of New Jersey as well. You did say that. Oh, I did. Yeah. Okay. Great. <laughs> I'm going to be a um, Missouri girly. Can you believe that? No, actually I can't. Um, yeah. Just because Missouri is like. What is Missouri? Yeah. I, that's kind of where my brain goes. It's like who lives yeah. in Missouri? What no is offense Missouri? if anybody out there lives in Missouri. I, I truly don't know. I mean, I will tell you that Missouri um, is a wonderful place that has the reddest tomatoes that I've ever seen. And that's and that's your love language. So yes, yeah. There you go. Um, so that's Tomatoes. what I have to say about that. Yeah. I think that we should get into the podcast. Yeah, but... in case we're a little brief on this episode, you'll know that we're going through it, okay? And also, <laughs> this is a bunch of fuckery, and I it's really a bunch couldn't... of baloney. I just couldn't care less. That's the thing. No, I couldn't yeah. care less about any of this shit. Exactly. So let's let's break this episode down. Love lines. Love lines. Episode nineteen. Yeah, we are like oh my god. Out of how so many? Twenty four. I think so. Yeah. But okay. we have the finale as like a part one, part two situation. Sure, sure, so. sure. Um, but we begin with like, Joey is trying to study because she's a never nude. And Eddie is like, let's fuck. Like yeah. basically constantly. And Joey it turns out really that. Joey does not want to. Joey does not want to fuck. And it turns out that since Eddie and her got back together, which we don't know how long it's been, but it's fine. Um, they have not had any sex. And uh, that seems fine by Joey, but not fine by Eddie. And Audrey is also back this episode, which we're very excited about. At the very least, this episode gave us Audrey. I was really excited to see Audrey again. I really miss Busy Phillips. Uh, I, you know, she comes in. She's a light. She calls Joey Bunny still. And mm -hmm. she is just vibing. Like, she's such a good time girl. Yeah, yeah. And she comes in with this news of, like, again, this is how we knew immediately this episode was fucking 
shit nonsense was when she comes in and she's like, oh my God, guess who was on my plane? And they're like, oh my God, Brad Pitt? No, Dr. Drew. He's so sexy. And I'm like, ma'am. Damn. are you yeah. kidding me she's very honed in on dr drew now dr drew has actually looked the same since the 90s Truly. so he i'm looking at him in this episode and it's like he looks the how does he look the same how does well, he i think it's never because aged? it is because silver foxes so yeah. like men who go gray early in life Mm-hmm. They have the benefit of because they're gray so young that they don't, it doesn't look like they change. Mm-hmm. In, like, like Anderson like Cooper. Anderson exactly. Cooper is another one. Anderson like maybe Cooper they get a couple wrinkles, forever. but mm-hmm. like who gives a single fuck? I don't. I really no, don't. Either. So apparently, Dr. Drew is like on his way here. And uh, Joey's just like, oh, don't you know Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla of Loveline fame? And we're all like, oh, my fucking God, this fucking like crossover event. Such a plug. Uh, It's really I guess the last one we had was No Doubt, where it felt like this was very like shoehorned in. Yes. Yeah. But I don't know. So we have this crossover event where Loveline is coming to colleges. I don't remember. I know that schools did this. Like, for example, I remember like special music groups or comedians would come to my college and it would be like a little event and kind of a big deal. But um, I don't remember ever going to anything like this. Um, did your university, your SUNY, one of your SUNYs, did, did they do? Uh, no. I mean, if they did, I didn't know about it. It wouldn't surprise yeah. me if they did. Um, but I honestly, before this episode, I don't even know if I knew about Loveline. Like I looked it up. So and, it was like, a it radio sense. show. Yeah. It's like a, it's a, a radio show for like medical and relationship advice. And Dr. Drew was on it. And I think it looks like he was like paired with different radio hosts. So it wasn't always Adam Carolla. Oh, it wasn't always Adam Carolla. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, I assumed it was solely Adam Carolla, but they have this show and they were doing like a live show. It kind of like how podcasts these days do live shows. Yeah. And they it was a radio show at the time. It was a radio show at the time. And they're very excited. So um <laughs> so I think Audrey is just like is she's very honed in in this episode in meeting Dr. Drew. This is obsessed. obsessed with meeting Dr. Drew mm-hmm. and really wants to meet him and like maybe hook up with him. But I really I guess at the end of the episode, we just find out that like he was somebody that like she really like leaned on. Yeah, it's, rehab. it's very interesting. So she's like very obsessed with meeting him. And because this is Dawson's Creek, it turns out like, of course, Loveline is coming to Boston Bay. Of course, Jen is like hosting it for whatever fucking reason. Right. Oh, because that's what it is. Thank you. Because the university helpline is doing a collaboration right. with Lovelines. It's a it's so like inception like there's a collaboration within the collaboration Mm -hmm. it's ridiculous and of course jen gets to be the host and so audrey's like oh my god great she gets to introduce me to dr drew and i did really love when audrey's like okay i gotta pee and she runs away and joey just goes she's back she's back (laughs) she really is like a little tornado that comes in and just brings in so much energy yeah very much needed very much needed and i think like joey needs her like honestly we've said this a million times we'll say it again audrey brings an energy into joey potter's life that she desperately needs yeah definitely 
Uh, and then we're at the help center where Jen is like really struggling with the corded phone. And anybody who Dude, had a corded phone understands yes. this struggle. It is such a struggle. When I worked in an office um, with a corded phone, I don't know how it would get so tangled all the time. But without a doubt, it would get 100% tangled and such a mess. I totally relate to this. So she is really anxious like she's having like a hard time she just found out that her grams has cancer she's sick and she's not able to articulate to cj what's going on with her and what mm. we see is her pulling away him trying to get closer to her and she winds up breaking up with him in this scene. And he yeah. is very surprised by all of well, this. Well, the way she says it is very much like he's like, oh, do you want to come over? She's like, no, I have to help Grams. And he offers to help. And she's just like, no, 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 no. And then she's like, actually, you know what? I'm breaking up with you. Okay, bye. And that's basically it. Like, it's very, yeah. very quick. My question to you was like, do we think that she doesn't want CJ's help with Grams because Grams doesn't want people knowing? Or do you mm. think that she's more of just like, I don't want to burden you with this. This is like my cross to bear. I read it as I don't want you to feel burdened by my issues. Yeah, I think so too. I was just curious because we know how like quiet Grams was about the whole thing. And again, like the fact that Jack isn't even, it pisses me right off that Jack isn't even involved in it in this episode as well. But um but yeah it's just she breaks things off with him so 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 quickly i could understand the hit the whiplash he got, gets from it because it really does come from pretty much out of nowhere yeah um yeah and it, i it, from my understanding as well at this point uh we we know that grams had broken up with uh uncle dick face whatever his name yeah. is i don't even know yeah, what CJ's his name uncle. is it doesn't even matter yeah, yeah. so you know the the Lindley women are running. They are running. Yeah, yeah. They they don't want to deal their with relationships. I guess it makes sense of like let's not test this relationship with like a massive, massive like traumatic burden right now. Like I can understand yes where Jen no. is coming from. Yes you know? and no. I just think that Jen is kind of used to doing things on her own. So yeah, I don't think that she's like very inclined to uh, open up. So yeah. we're back with CJ. No, excuse me. We're back with Eddie and Joey. And once again, Joey is next with you and CJ. Fuck. Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie is like, what the fuck is wrong with us? Like, we haven't had yeah. sex. And Joey's like, I don't want to talk about this. I don't want to talk about sex. And then he, like, and okay. The thing to me is like, also, is Eddie living here? Like, what the fuck is going on with that? Yeah, and he is fully just sleeping over. A fucking twin bed. Uh, and on top of That's that, that's what we did in college. I oh, had worse. I always had uh, my boyfriend at the time in my twin bed. It's a twin XL. Oh, terrible. So it's a little bit bigger. I think the XL is only on the length, right? Okay. Not on it the... doesn't matter. It's bigger. What? <laughs> um, but yeah, but he's like, oh, you're repulsed by me. She's like, I'm not repulsed by you. And he says, then why won't you get with me? And that is when I lost it, Sarah. I was like, yeah. first of all, again, like, Eddie isn't even a really like three-dimensional character in my opinion, but they're already making him so different than he was before he left. I feel yeah. like they're just completely changing who Eddie is as a character in this episode. I guess. I am so indifferent towards it. I really just, I just like, I don't even think about him. 
No, it's very fair because we want to be thinking about Pacey, who doesn't even make an appearance in this episode. No, we don't have Pacey nor Dawson in this episode, which is truly a crime. I still can't believe we have, I don't know, 100 and whatever episodes of Dawson's Creek. And it's Joey Potter is the one person that's been in every (laughs) single episode. Like, Mm -hmm. how the fuck did that happen? People loved Katie Holmes. Yeah. So not only is, um, you know, like Eddie fully moved in here, but Audrey is sleeping and we find out she's in bed and she's like, what is Yeah, she says, just do it already and be just quiet because yeah. they're arguing about sex because Joey is an ever nude and doesn't want to talk about it ever. Yeah. She never wants to talk about sex. Never. No. And, uh, and I, I really did love, cause okay. First of all, Audrey's hair is like the epitome of bedhead. And I love when after Joey leaves, she turns to Eddie and she just goes, you want to make out? And he goes, no. And she's like, good. That was your test. <laughs> <laughs> but Eddie hates Audrey. So he would never. I know. I just, I just thought it was very funny. Like, it I was love very Audrey. Funny. Audrey. It was very funny. Wrong. It was your test. Uh, he passed the test. So yeah. um, now we are at the preparations for this big show. And mm-hmm. David and Jack are volunteers. Um, of course they are, naturally. Everyone has to be involved. And uh, David, I guess, is selling tickets. And this, like, relatively attractive man comes up to David and asks him out. And David's like, actually, I have a boyfriend. And the guy's like, oh, no problemo, not a problem. Like, here's my boyfriend, by the way, Jack. Yeah. And um, Jack's, like, pretty cool about David getting hit on. The guys yeah, he doesn't spread. seem bothered by it at all. No. And again, I was like very excited to even see David and Jack on my screen. So I really was like not going to be like nitpicking yeah. this storyline. But yeah, Jack doesn't seem bothered pretty much at all that David was getting hit on. He seems like very comfortable. In it's his not that serious. Sometimes you get hit on. It's okay. Yeah. It's fine. As long as that person, like as long as you reject them, <clears throat> Jack. Uh, okay. Is fine. Okay. <laughs> okay. We'll talk about it later because it's going to get, it's going to get weird. Um, And then like uh, Jack or excuse me, Jen is also setting up for a love line. And for some reason she, she has a gets, charcuterie tray. Yeah, why is she carrying the charcuterie tray? Because apparently everything's her job. What's on yeah. the charcuterie tray? We have cheese, some rolled meats. up meats, cheese, some cheese, some I think probably grapes, filigree. I'm yeah. Seeing, yeah. I'm seeing some grapes. I hate it. It doesn't look like a very nicely arranged No, you know, it looks more like a meat platter. (laughs) There's a difference. I really typically do like a meat platter, but. Yes, but like there's a difference between chacoots and a meat platter because a a Mm -hmm. meat platter only has meats and cheeses and sometimes crackers, Uh whereas a chacoots has like grapes and fruits and nuts and like spreads and bread, you know, jam. Okay. I really hate all of it, but it's okay. What is wrong? charcuterie is literally i don't like charcuterie i don't like charcuterie i don't like meat platters i don't like any of it (sighs) i just want a cupcake give me a cupcake and i'm fine it's not even close to what this is well i would rather have a cupcake okay all right it's how i feel it's what i I really hate when people cut cheese into cubes instead of Mm -hmm. slices I don't know what to say, Jessica. I don't know. So I have Jessica, very strong opinions on Jessica's my Jessica's not going to – Jessica, Jennifer is not going to start her mm, own – Jennifer. Jennifer is not going to start her own charcuterie business. It's not her future. Yeah. Audrey, by the way, looks gorgeous today. Lovely. Her hair 
is so beautiful. Her outfit is so lovely. She mm-hmm. looks gorgeous in this episode. She is already begging Jennifer to please introduce her to Dr. Drew. Yeah. Please. Be- and the worst part is, is like, Jen is already freaking out because she's like, what if no one has any questions? Like, what am I going to do? And then she's also trying to deal with CJ and the fact that she like literally just broke up with him. Uh, and Audrey, of course, is just like, listen, Jen, it was destiny. Dr. Drew was on my plane. Uh, and yeah, it's like a whole thing because Jen is also forced to deal with stupid Adam Carolla who basically hits on anything with a vagina. Yeah. I mean, very true. Very true. He already crosses the line. He basically is like, uh, why are you so obsessed with Dr. Drew? I am hot shit. My name is Adam Carolla. And all Audrey cares about is that Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew share a hotel room. And yeah, she have really you seen wants him naked. <laughs> Uh, apparently not apparently not so Audrey's very disappointed she has not met Dr. Drew I do think that Jen could make the introduction and I don't think it would be that big of a deal but that's just my personal opinion I don't think so either I personally think Jen is just probably going through so much right now that like it's not for front of mind also can I just say okay you know what I realized who Busy Phillips reminds me of in this episode like her look who literally reminds me of the very first time we see Jen oh she hey has pretty that, like, lady yeah she hey, has that pretty like girl pretty girl what is that i, I, I think, think it's something was. like that and she has that like windswept blonde hair yeah. a very youthful like pink lip and very like um almost like everything around her is blurred to make her mm. stand out i feel like that's exactly what what is yeah. audrey is giving i right now. can't wait until we re-watch the pilot for like a little <laughs> special yeah and just be like Hey, pretty, pretty girl. This is the moment. <laughs> yeah. This is the moment. Hey, Sarah, I know you've been really into reading lately and you've gotten me into it as well. Yeah, well, you know what? Book of the Month made it really easy because Book of the Month offers just a few new selections every month, saving readers the hassle of figuring out what to read. One of the biggest deterrents for me is that like when I go to the library, there's like thousands and thousands of books, and I'm like, I I I get I don't even know what to pick. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. They focus on new and emerging authors, which means these are books that we probably wouldn't have found out about otherwise, which is super nice. Yeah, and we also um I love having a really aesthetic bookshelf and the the books that we got. It was like beautiful, high quality hardcover books, plus free shipping, which came really quickly. Love free shipping. Uh, You and I both chose The Return of Ellie Black by Amiko Jean, which is a thriller about a missing girl. And I honestly, I really, I really couldn't put it down. I think I read it in about a 48 hour time period. It had twists, it had turns, kept me guessing the entire way through up until the very last page. (laughs) So tell me what you liked about the book then. Yeah. Uh, it was it was really good and I'm excited to dive into the other book that I have um but the great thing is Sarah is that listeners can sign up for book of the month to discover new emerging authors by going to bookofthemonth.com and using code pedals for just five dollars wow what a deal check out book of the month club for all of your reading needs Yeah, seriously. Every month you could get a new group of books that you just, you know, fall in love with. So go to bookofthemonth.com and use code PEDALS for just $5 and enjoy reading.
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So, we are trickling in. The show is starting. Everyone's taking their seats. So much excitement. So much intrigue. Fred comes and says, hey, you, Jack, I met you. Mind if I sit next to you? Bro, you know that he is dating David. Like, first you hit on David, which is all well and good. And now you're going to hit on Jack, who is so obviously saving this seat for David. It doesn't make any sense to me. I guess so. But also, where is David? And he's not here right now. And there's no harm in just being like, yeah, you can stay here. It's totally fine. But, like, I guess, like, where Jack went wrong is, like, sit here no problem but like when david's ready to be finished with his duties he's meant to sit here see my thing is there's an empty seat directly in front of jack so i'd be like hey sit there and we can chat and then i could still have this seat for david all right that's fair like it doesn't make any sense to me and like i don't know why jack is like sabotaging his relationship because he has to know david's gonna be upset when he sees this I don't know, because I don't even think that he's into Fred. I think that he was just talking. Then why? I just don't understand. Then why even bother? Because people can be friends with other people. I'm not saying you can't have a conversation. My problem is the saving of the seat, right? Like, Mm -hmm. talk to the guy, have a conversation, whatever, whatever, who cares? But if you're saving a seat for your boyfriend and you give that seat up voluntarily to Mm -hmm. a man who was hitting on your boyfriend and now seemingly maybe possibly is hitting on you, that just doesn't look good. No, it does not look good. And I, I, in my opinion, I don't think that Jack was meant to be like, you know, futzing around behind David's back. But I just think that he wasn't like, I see the look of concern in his face. So I think that he realizes like, oh, this is like going to become a thing. But also yeah. I just feel like he's not that concerned about it. No, which is shitty because we really like David. We do. We love David. Yeah. We love David. Um, But yeah. And then in come Eddie and Joey just again being a huge ass mess so messy eddie is still harping on the fact that like they're not having sex and uh and yeah like joey's like look you're good at it can we just please stop talking about this and he's like no the whole point is that we're like getting together to talk about these problems and it's just it's all so ridiculous we'll get into it later but i'm like it feels so opposite of Joey to be having this like very loud conversation in the middle of an auditorium. But. Yeah. Well, he keeps pushing. So in a way it's yeah. like, what are you, what are you going to do? Yeah. Um. So David comes around and is like, yo, dude, Fred, why are you in my seat? Jack, why didn't you save a seat? And I think like where I have the problem is that like David is automatically kind of aggressive towards Jack. Like, mm-hmm. he's very accusatory right away without being, like, understanding. And also, by the way, like, if there's still a seat open in front of Jack, which actually I think got taken. No, not at this point. There isn't it got, it got taken. Okay. So, I, like, you know, like, I don't I, – I just don't like that he came at Jack being accusatory because it's, it's one thing for him to be like, yo, like – 
what's going on here? Like, what's my C? And another thing to be like, you did not speak up and you are letting somebody hit on you and accepting, like, uh, you know, attention from a guy. Yeah, I agree. I do agree with that. I feel like David automatically comes in with like this like accusational tone instead of being like, oh, I thought you were saving me a seat. Like I probably would have gone in with it a little bit more like an innocent tone of like, oh, I thought yeah. that you were going to. But he comes seat. at him like ready for a fight. Yeah. Yeah. And like the thing is, is also Jack doesn't even really apologize, which I'm kind of like, that's probably even if you're throwing out a very quick like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I probably should have saved you a seat, you know? Uh, Yeah. Like, I, I can't really think about, like, what Jack's deal is. The but... thing is, we don't fucking know because they don't spend any time on him this season. So yeah. how the fuck would we know what's going on in his head? I don't know because I think that he's happy with David. You think? But then why is he, why is he, like, self-sabotaging is what it feels like. It feels like he's sabotaging. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. So the show starts and Jen is the hostess. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, it's not like I think that I expected Jen to do a good job. Like, we see her on radio. (laughs) Yeah. And, like, on radio, off quote unquote camera, not in front of the audience. Like, she does a great job hosting. She's a natural podcasting entertainer. Mm -hmm. But maybe public speaking and hostessing is not her thing. Well, um, I, I don't know. Did you find it? Okay. Because she obviously she she asks like, okay, who has the first question? And like not a single soul fucking raises their hand. Now, did you find this unbelievable? Because in my opinion, no. if people are coming to this type of event, I don't know. Okay. Maybe, maybe it's just me. But like, as an example, like when I went on a cruise, there was like that, um, the like newlyweds game. And oh my God, the lengths at which people went to get chosen really? for that was like so extensive like people wore like veils people did everything they could to get noticed to get on stage and i guess i thought the same thing would happen here but i guess this is more of like i'm having problems so maybe uh, it's don't like i have chosen. exactly people are asking like what the normal average size of a penis is like this is i it's embarrassing <laughs> i do think i think yeah. it's one of those things where you don't want to be the first one that's fair i mean yeah and the funny like okay here's the thing though Jen makes a mistake because then Audrey is immediately like, me, oh, me, Jen, Jen, pick me. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Jen just like avoids her and does the Bueller thing. Yeah. So CJ starts getting very mouthy automatically. And it's not like this. He starts asking a question about like, Dr. Drew, Adam Carolla, what do I do when my girlfriend just randomly breaks up with me without telling me what's going on? Yeah, and I love Jen being like, um, excuse me, your job is to field the questions. <laughs> yeah, and Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew are like, no, 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 like, go ahead, like, tell me, tell us more. And CJ kind of just, like, shit talks Jen about Jen to Jen. I did not like this. In a public forum, yeah. although he does admit that he did sleep with one of her friends, and Adam being, again, he's the worst character this whole episode. He's just like, oh, women, they don't mind that kind of stuff. It can't be that. It was just one, right? It's like, okay. All right. Um, yeah. yeah. So I'm not like that impressed with these two's advice. Um, especially 
I don't know, as it goes on and on. I, I, I honestly think that needed a female perspective, which eventually we get Audrey. And then I think like it was actually working. But what am I to know? Like, you know, this is love lines. I'm I'm not I'm just the hostess of shit 90 shows Tommy, not yeah. of love lines. What do I know? <laughs> Simul- yeah. Simultaneously, Joey and uh, Eddie are fighting still about their sex life. And they are so loud that it catches an audience. And in order for Jen to get off the heat, she latches on to them and makes them talk about their issues. Yeah, because the spotlight basically instantly goes to Eddie when he screams at Joey about not wanting to talk about sex. And of course, Adam is just like, oh, what's going on? I want to hear more about this. Uh, I mean, he sounds like that, yeah. And, and both Joey and Eddie are like, "Nope, nope, nothing is, nothing is happening. Nope, not, not nothing, nothing to worry to about here. here." Yeah. Uh, and uh, and Joey like immediately takes the microphone too, and it's just like, "Yeah, nothing, absolutely nothing." And of course, they like ask about all about it. Um, and uh, Doctor Drew, I mean, I I don't disagree with Doctor Drew's premise of like. You know what? A couple that can't even talk about sex probably shouldn't be like having sex. I agree with I that. I agree with that on yeah. a general level. Um, and Eddie, and this is where I was like, Eddie fucking sucks because I would be mortified if in a public place with all of my like fellow peers, like if I don't know if Joey knows any of these people, but it's I mean I guess it's it's uh Boston Bay, so maybe she doesn't, but like yeah still in front of everybody my boyfriend is just like well my girlfriend doesn't want to fuck anymore yeah (laughs) yeah so uh they get called up on stage to continue the conversation Mm -hmm. uh my favorite part of all of this is audrey doing the the bunny bag from the audience oh my god that she like does her little she puts her two little yes hands together in front of her is like like a dog or a bunny pleading like please let me come please it's so cute um she really wants to be on stage it gets so messy and basically i don't know like there's not a lot of progress in figuring out what's happening adam carolla is focused on like what's going on with your sex lives like how's the fucking going like what's going on and dr drew is like very much like honing in on like what makes joey joey right and there's there is a couple of things um that i think is interesting that he hones in on and it is her past and i think that the most interesting part of all of this and not to toot my own horn but they totally talk about Joey's abandonment issues. Yes. This is so interesting because like Dr. Drew asks, like, oh, is abandonment a big thing? She says, no, I really hated when he asked if she's on any medication. Cause that's certainly none of his business. Um, but he does ask about her dad and he says, is your dad around? Is he a big figure? Is there anything going on with him? And Joey just doesn't want to talk about it. No, at because all, he didn't sign up for this shit. Exactly. But um, I just thought it was interesting because how many times have we talked about Joey's abandonment issues? Oh, all the time. And like, yeah. you have to imagine Jesus fucking Christ. Like Eddie literally a fucking banded her and she had yeah. to go find him, yeah. pull him back, basically quote unquote, fix him, send him off all for him to return. And now she's like abandoning Pacey for him essentially. Exactly. So um, it's a whole mess of an issue and they, the two of them are just like really like poking, poking, poking. Um, 
and it's it's very uncomfortable for us to watch because joey is very uncomfortable she Mm -hmm. didn't sign up for this she's very private she's asking jen directly like please like please 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 ask somebody else to take the spotlight off of me this is uncomfortable which in turn david takes that opportunity and is like yo my name's david my boyfriend's hitting on another guy what do i do and it's like, David, why are you why are you being messy, baby? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, again, this is so messy. And Jack says like he wasn't flirting. And uh and like Adam is just like, oh, since when is having an idle chat considered flirting? Like again, being a dick. Um, and Dr. Drew starts talking about monogamy. And he's like, well, maybe you should talk about it. One possibility is that he's acting out right in front of you because he's trying to give you a message, but he doesn't have any other way to tell you. And like Jen, that's the thing. Like, maybe that's true. But also, like, I feel like, gosh, you're reading so much into a situation you know so little about. Yeah. And like that feels so harmful to that relationship. And of course, Jen is just like, no, 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 no. Let's move on because these are this is the perfect couple. (laughs) Yeah, this is the perfect couple. And I love them. And Jack's my best friend. And also, Jack is like literally dying in that chair oh, he's like, he, turtling in the chair he is turtling in the chair he's turtling <laughs> in the chair he is so mortified he's so mortified because yep. it's just like why is my boyfriend acting out like why he looks is- horrified <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> why is this happening to me all i did yeah. was tell a guy that he couldn't that he can sit in a seat he's like yeah. and i had a chat with him that's it which yeah. I really do think that he was just having a chat. It was very with innocent. Guy. And maybe there's more to it. Like maybe they're jo- like Jack is trying to somehow break up with David this way, but we don't know that. And I feel like there's a lot of like conclusions that are being jumped to right here. Yeah. But what also doesn't make any sense to me is then Jen goes, okay, we're going to go to Mandy behind the screen. And like, I don't know if this is something that happened on Love Lines, but it really cracked me up that we have like, I guess it's a way to be anonymous when you ask yes. a question, but Audrey yeah. just yanks this girl's ponytail, shoves yeah. her out of the Bye, way. Mandy. Bye. And, yeah, and she's just like, um, I have a question for Dr. Drew. Uh, I'm five, seven blonde hair, blue eyes. Great rack. And Jen is just like, find the question, Audrey, find the question. <laughs> Please focus. I need you to focus. Uh huh. Um, and I, I just really, I mean, like we talk about how like silly Audrey can be, but like she really does i mean she does go deep into her stuff here she does she talks about her past with rehab she talks about how um it was really difficult for her and she really opens up but of course she also hits on dr drew that's ended on a punchline where she asks him to play a game of dirty doctor and naughty nurse she sticks her finger like directly down her throat in an effort to show how uh sexy she can be <laughs> which is pretty sexy but it's also a choice now <laughs> as if this fuckery is not enough simultaneously cj is like excuse me let's circle back around and i want to continue my conversation the entire creep creep group is just like this is our love line this is our love line meanwhile joey is and eddie is still on stage they cannot get off stage they're They're still stuck there so cj cj brings it back to them and he continues to answer the question like why do you think this would happen blah 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 and jen's like you know maybe 
you're maybe this person has a lot going on in their personal life you know yeah, like maybe she, she's confused maybe she's confused and then she gets outed to be the girl of which he was talking about which mm-hmm. puts adam carolla and dr drew on like a raging rampage they had like stage boners they were like <laughs> oh my god tell me everything. tell me tell us everything what is going on with you why did you break up with this man audrey is still at the screen flipping her hair making I, sexy poses yes. joey audrey is, knows it's leo season <laughs> joey is still pouting on the couch mm-hmm. like it is this is a disaster mess a disaster mess and um i, I and just, yeah poor yeah. poor jen is basically like ends up giving um cj all these compliments saying oh he's per- i mean this is not true but he's perfect he's the perfect living embodiment of everything i've ever wanted in a if boyfriend I can describe like the perfect boyfriend it would be him yeah if i were to build a boy from scratch this is who i would do and then she's mm-hmm. like oh can we what if we talk what if we turn this back around on joey and joey's like no uh <laughs> and Eddie, get off of stage just run what are you I doing I, I don't i don't think she thinks it's a possibility but the thing that really Really for me put it way the fuck over the line was when eddie decides he's just gonna say oh joey's dad is in jail yeah that's and i'm um, like who the fuck are you buddy yeah to out her in front of all of these random people from boston bay how dare mm-hmm. you how dare you yeah. so um it's just such a freaking mess i don't even know what to make of all of these shenanigans but Jen is now at the point like she's hit capacity. She's like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be on stage. I don't want to host. I don't want to talk to you people. I'm done. I am done. Yeah, she she has the smarts enough to like actually get up she, and leave. She injects herself in the situation. She's like, mm-hmm. I am not equipped for this. Whoever or whoever. However, I'll tell you who is equipped to this. Your brand new hostess. <laughs> Audrey. You know what? Audrey should have been a host all along because yes. she really was like Phenomenal. meant to be a host. And she so was she's so just like, good. what does he smell like? What what is it like to be near him? And so Jen gives her the uh gives her the microphone and yeah, she goes out and microphone. she's just like she's like, now who gets the ne- who's ready to the who's ready for the next question? Yeah. Uh, you with the funny shaped head. <laughs> so yeah and by the way joey and eddie made their escape at this point too yeah they run out when jen runs out yeah thankfully thankfully so audrey's on stage she does actually a remarkable job like mm-hmm. a really really good job she's a great hostess which is a special skill to have it's different from being an actress it's different from being a podcaster like being a hostess or a host is like a hard job to have, but she keeps the party going. I think that she's yeah. very sociable. She I think she's very in adaptable too. Very like adaptable. she's very good on her feet in a way Absolutely. that I, I think Jen is better at like more preparation t- style stuff. I, I totally agree. So mm-hmm. we see a montage of different people asking different questions that um, are of varied interest. Is it true I can't get pregnant on a full moon? <laughs> yeah, it's just once again just a total bunch of fuckery. Mm-hmm. Nothing that is really worth it. Dr. Drew is always dropping like medical advice. Yeah, are you Adam- on any medication? Are you on any medication? So yeah. many times. You know, um Adam Carolla comes in with something that feels slightly inappropriate. Um and Audrey comes in with like 
the sassy stories in an organization mm-hmm. it's going well like it's going well wait hold on uh during sex my girl sings pop goes the weasel that's that's interesting i don't, um, I don't know about that that's another terrible. girl asks if okay to um be is it okay to like bring a vibrator into the bedroom of course i would say yes yeah uh, we talked about this on uh, and just like that actually recently from Pusher Recaps because that was a storyline. Uh, but yeah, Audrey does a really, really great job. Um, and I love her saying, if you find yourself alone in depressed in a room, sitting under a bare bulb, if a pile uh, in a pile of your own stick, please don't call me. Call the helpline. <laughs> yeah, she ends it very well. Like it's very mm-hmm. impressive how she pulls it all together. I am very impressed by her. Uh, she does a good job, but of course her focus is to meet Dr. Drew still. And yeah. as she is doing her bow, um, Dr. Drew bounces. He does not want to stay on yeah, stage. He is immediately leaving and Adam is hitting on her because he's a scuzz bucket. And big scuzz bucket, yeah. <laughs> big, big scuzz bucket. Biggest, uh, yeah. Eddie and Joey are still arguing, of course, but like Joey says, we can't leave without Audrey. We were her ride. Um, and Eddie says, well, we still haven't uh, solved our problem. And Adam steps in and he's like, give Joey a break. Look at her. You're lucky you got a chick that hot. And it's just like, okay. And we also right. find out that Eddie is 25. Uh, oh, I don't know that we knew that before. I don't know if I knew that. Yeah. All right. 25. What a great age. Some say it's the best age. Some say. Some say that. Yeah. Uh, But I do. This is just like so of the times where he says, when I was in college, we didn't have chicks that dressed like this, but their belly tees and their hip huggers and their thongs hanging out the back. I mean, that is the (laughs) 2001 clothing movement that, um, that we really just had to deal with. I mean, to be honest with you. I used to feel like so much shit about myself because my ass crack would show in jeans. And I was oh, like, yeah. I'm a f- fat idiot. It like, was I hate it. It top city over here. Yes, when you I had so much jeans. shame about it. Literally, no, no one the issue is the inseam is two inches high. Yeah. It's not my fault. It was no. not my fault. And I wish I knew that back then. There's only like, again, uh, it's... It, I'm not saying that only wear this or only wear that. Wear whatever you feel comfortable and yeah. makes you feel good about yourself. Yeah. But I feel like personally, hip huggers, low rise jeans, whatever you want to call them, are only ever meant to accentuate the good things on like one body type. And that is it. And there I are no idea, so though. many body types. In I know. The world. I had no idea. I mean, if it was up to me, my jeans would go up to my boobs. I like a high waisted no. jean. It's great. A high waisted jean is so underrated. And I will never jean. go back. Especially for, I mean, like for you, because you're tall, but for me, like it elongates my legs. Yeah. You do like a little tuck of your shirt. You look the like French tuck. Yeah. It looks like I'm five foot seven and I'm five foot four. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Eddie does ask Joey, like, oh, is it is it true about the trust? Like, you don't trust me. And Joey says, well, can you blame me? Like, we were living, we're living in this fantasy, like, ever since you got back. But it's going to end at some point. And Eddie says, I'm sorry I gave you a hard time. I, like, I don't know if there's anything I can say to earn your trust, but... I love you more than anything in this world. And it's just like, and then like literally Sarah, that's what pisses me off is that's all it takes. And Joey's like, let's go fuck. I have no fucking clue. Like I what did he even say that was that remarkable to get her into bed so quickly. 
uh, like a word. I don't know. She's probably hit capacity. She's probably like, I'm done. I just feel I don't like wanna... this is so unrealistic to how yeah. trust issues work. Like you cannot build trust back that like literally instantaneously like no. that. That's not how it works. No, no. I just feel like Joey kind of maybe at this moment wanted to just give in. Like I feel as though maybe that wasn't really like totally what she wanted but she was too tired to fight about it and she just got humiliated she's like stage. you know what as long as you're on top i'll just lay there it's fine <laughs> <laughs> yeah i feel like that's the energy she's giving uh, <laughs> like come on yeah, i mean to be honest and again with you, they kiss and it's just like yeah fucking lego city i really can't yeah it's so bad <laughs> if you're on the bottom it is your effort and your responsibility to put in a little bit of work. Even I'm just, okay, but I'm, okay. We know Joey hates the kiss when she, and I've noticed this now after six yeah. seasons, when she's kissing, she will tilt her chin up to almost like get away from it in a sense. Ugh. You see it? Ugh. It's kind of the worst. Hate it. I hate it. She's the worst kisser. Uh, so they're about to go fuck, uh, and they say, fuck Audrey, we don't need to, you know what, she just got back from rehab, but we don't give a single fuck, she'll find a ride. No, see, this is, like, my issue with them, they're so bad, I hate that they always ditch her, it's so mean. At least find her and tell her, Yeah, we're gonna go fuck, because Audrey would be like, great, go have Good. fun. Yeah, I'll see you later, but I'll catch a ride with Jack, with David, exactly. with whomever, with Jen. Like, I'll, no problem. But everybody, like, is like, oh, Audrey can handle herself, or Audrey has a different ride. And then she's left with nobody, which sucks. Yeah. And uh, Jack is trying to make light of all this thing. He's like, oh, we can make it to the bars. Maybe you can find some guy for me to flirt with. And he's trying to, like, joke about it. And Jack's like, oh, okay, you, I guess you don't find this funny. So, like, what do you what do you need to say to me? Um, and Jack says, like, there's, like, nothing worth talking about. Um, it's And he's, like, accuses David of, like, blowing this out of proportion, basically. Um, and David's, like, I think David is mostly annoyed because Jack didn't even apologize for, like, anything. Yeah. Yeah. And Jack tries to say, like, he was just talking to a guy. That's it. He was being nice. He wasn't trying to, like, do anything. He wasn't trying to, like, make him feel bad. And I don't know, like, it looks like David is starting to like second guess their relationship. Um, but I don't know. It's, it feels like David, it feels like a situation where like, they're both kind of at fault where like one person blows something up. So then the other person meets them on that level. And yeah. then it gets more and more catastrophic. The more you talk yeah. to the point where suddenly you're arguing about one thing. And then two seconds later, you're like, well, why don't we just break up then? Yeah, I like they're really arguing about a bunch of nothing, aren't they? It's it's truly nothing. It feels like the show literally just wants to break them up. I don't know. They, I mean, like, I just think that they're trying to cause drama. Like, so basically, David's like, let's take a break, like, take a week, take a day, like, let me know what you want. And like, Jack's like, he the way that he looks at David, it's like, like, I want you. I just don't want you. I want you to stop yelling at me. I just want you. Yeah. Um, Jen is outside pouting and CJ, who is up her fucking ass, comes up to her. I can't with this guy. And is like, what is going on with you? Well, actually, no, he tries to ignore her and Jen makes, you know, tries to meet him in the middle and is like, let me talk to you. Let me explain. Like, 
you know, I'm going through it right now. My like she does this thing where she's like, you know, ring it. ring, like it's the helpline. <laughs> you have to help me. Like it's me. Oh, and she God. opens up about Grams and like she's having a hard time and she didn't want to like burden him with her shit. And CJ is like, you know, like let me in. Let me in. I want to be there for you. I want to be there for Grams. And I don't know, seemingly like it seems like this is resolved, but like I kind of hate them. It, okay yeah it's it, it, it seems resolved but simultaneously cj sucks and we hate him but like i okay i have to we have to like set aside the cj of it all to at least give jen some credit to like notice that she has self-destructive behavior right and so when she has she, she has said before she many said it times before, and she's like admitting it now that like if there's a part of her life that isn't going well she just wants to destroy basically everything else and she doesn't trust anybody to act i mean she has abandonment issues too she doesn't trust anybody to actually stick around and help her through those things yeah and uh and yeah and cj says well that's what being a boyfriend is all about we Okay, uh, thank you for dick. mansplaining to me what a fucking boyfriend is. <laughs> Fuck you. And, yeah, also, her hair looks dick. very shitty today. It looks the- shitty every day. No, last week it looked pretty good. In Ugh. the in the Jen hair watch, like it's it's going bad. It looks greasy. It looks PC. It looks gross. So greasy PC, <laughs> greasy and PC, um, which <laughs> is usually combo. a symptom of it being greasy so i don't know what they're doing i don't care he's the worst like why do i care they hug good for them everyone deserves a fucking hug now and again but audrey is still talking to adam carolla why i i do not know i think that she's coming around and it's just like yo if you can bring me to dr drew drew i will entertain you but adam carolla says he's already left he's not great with staying power and she looks so sad so sad yeah um because adam carolla is like oh he already left for the airport which is a lie and like why are you lying to her dude like she does not want to sleep with you like get out of here yeah this guy is ugh, i really can't with him if i was adam carolla I would not want this to be the characterization of myself. No, me neither. Because I I did try to look up to see if he had done anything that was, like, really offensive or awful. And I, I've never listened to a podcast he's done. So I have to be honest and say, like, I don't know. But I didn't find anything that, like, should make me hate the real life version of him. But I hate this version of him. <laughs> I do. I do, too. I do, too. It's, I mean, like, I, a lot of actors... I mean, namingly, James Vanderbeek plays a characterized character caricature, excuse me, a caricature version of himself in Apartment uh-huh. B. But I don't know. I like this is supposed to be. Uh, I don't know. I just like wouldn't want to represent myself so poorly. But maybe that's exactly. Me. Yeah. So Doctor Drew actually did not leave, and he winds up talking to Audrey. And Audrey, like, gets this, like, moment of, like, I really appreciate you and what you do. And when I was going through shit, like, you and your show was there for me. Yeah. Yeah. I really liked this. She does, like, 
it's just really nice for her to like kind of say because I'm sure it's nice for him to hear that she was just like I would lie in bed and like my days were really like kind of boring and like it was the same thing every day and it was really nice to like listen to the radio and hear like it made me feel very much less alone and so she says she wants to like thank him Uh, and then she also says he's totally hot (laughs) and you're totally hot yeah but he does offer her a ride uh and she says but I know that you're married so we must keep our distance true yeah yep so that's it audrey got to meet dr drew she's so mm-hmm. happy i'm very happy for her and that is our episode i mean it was fun i don't think it's ever going to be an episode that i would go back to on a rewatch i've watched it no. twice yeah and that's enough for me i agree i think it was like silly in a way that we like to like poke fun at some of these episodes but it's not like you can't take it seriously because a lot of these characters don't seem to be acting in character at all. No, like I feel like you could honestly skip this episode and it really wouldn't matter in the grand scheme. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's such a bunch of fuckery. I How really... is CJ finding out about Grams before Jack is. I don't know. It's it's the I don't know. I mean, j- that was like a you know like a second parent for jack as well i just feel like it's so messed up but yeah whatever that's our episode i really it's definitely going to when i wind up doing my rankings go towards the bottom because yeah. it's just like it's like a it's a, like a nothing but i don't yeah. know it i mean like nothing burger when i episode. spend time with you jess everything is good so <laughs> nice yeah i I mean the podcast is always fun despite the fact that this episode was like a shit show oh yeah totally um but you know what else is always fun what listening to feedback oh my gosh let's go let's go what do we let's hear what temmy has to say about this je ne sais pas temmy to you too (laughs) hi ladies i can't really remember an argument like the one david and jack had at the end of the episode they were both so well defended and protected of, of their positions while they're trying to hurt the other person. If you want to take my bishop, just know you will lose your queen. I dare you to break up with me. No, I dare you. Usually these dares are one-sided, like when Ethan dared Jack to kiss him um, down the stretch of season three. The scene also... So usually that's how it goes, but this was... Uh, two-sided battle of dares this scene reminds me of when joey and dawson both exclaimed yes at the end of abby's sex mystery mm. <laughs> they were both trying to hurt each other simultaneously while trying to uh one up the other person so no sex mate or no sex for you goes to david because he delivered the final ultimatum thanks that's a good point it does yeah. kind of feel like neither one of them want to like give in and yeah and I think the other thing is, is like, I think they both are thinking the other one wants to break up with the other one. Yeah, they're definitely playing relationship chicken with each other. Yes, yes. So hopefully they figure their shit out because like I said, I really like them as a couple. I really like David. And I mean, to be honest with you, like we all have bad days in relationships. Sometimes we say things or do things that um, it, it, it doesn't really like care, like really make sense to who we are and what we want but mm-hmm. um i hope they figure their shit out like i don't think i would be very happy if they break up once again i don't really see the point being in uh the final 
few episodes to break up a relationship that is seemingly going well because like we want our characters to have happy endings yeah it's ridiculous um we also got an email from joy uh she said hey guys before we get into this train wreck of an episode uh i just wanted to thank you guys for your lovely words y'all are very sweet i've listened to what is probably an unhealthy amount of dawson's creek podcasts and sent in feedback or questions to a few but you guys are the best when it comes to listener listener interaction so thank you for being so awesome i think it's safe to say i'll be a permanent listener even after dawson's creek is finished wow okay let's stop down thank you thank you joy thank you thank you that means so much to me. It really does. Like, honestly, it really does. Like, I can't. I'm, like, such an emotional bitch. But, like, <laughs> I've, I, like, cried, I mean, like, nine times. I was going to say, if there was ever a podcast, this is mm-hmm. <laughs> I appreciate you, Joy. Like, I truly, honestly, intensely do appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah, we never take any feedback for granted. Because never. It's, just, it's so lovely to hear from literally anybody who has anything to say about, especially an episode like this. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but she's onto the episode. God, this episode is garbage. Eddie is garbage for the whole thing. I'll never understand why Joey jilted Pacey for we have for we have Pacey at home. <laughs> it's like the takeout. Like, oh, we can't get takeout because we have this at home. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Uh, it's absolutely mind-boggling. Audrey is entertaining at least. Jen is finally being smart and kicking CJ to the curb, but the show won't let her stick to it. And so she stays with him, poor thing. <laughs> and then Jack is being all weird and acting out. And David gets upset, which I kind of get, to be honest. Um, oh, interesting. This episode was directed by Joshua Jackson. So the one oh. bright spot, I guess, is that PC isn't in what is one of the top worst episodes of the show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes and no. Like, PC didn't dirty himself with this episode, but now, like, Joshua Jackson has. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's worse? It's like a net negative, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, she says this could have been a wonderful opportunity to talk about some deep issues in a healthy way, why Jen finds stability in a relationship uncomfortable, why Joey has abandonment issues and struggles with intimacy, but instead it's all a big joke. Audrey has a small serious moment, but that's it. Jen stays with CJ, although it's nice that she leans on him for comfort about grams. Joey ignores all the red flags and in Eddie's words gets with him gross. And I don't particularly care about Dr. Drew or Adam Carolla. Mm Mm-mm. I mean, I completely agree. I like yeah. that's such a good point that Joy makes about like this could have been an really episode good. to really dig deep into uh, specifically Joey and Jen, I would say, as like yeah. their issues specifically. But the show treats it as such a joke that like we come away from it thinking of it as a that's joke. That's because they treat the show treats their audience like idiots, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. They they think that we want like the skin. They are the producers in dawson's movie that thinks that we want sex boobs and and boobs what we want is the meat the Mm -hmm. charcuterie board and yeah we want the chacoots so i don't know it's like very (laughs) unfortunate because joy is right like they totally could have made this into something and i would have just like slurped it all up like um I don't know. I don't want to make another food analogy. I don't analogy. know where you were going. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. Um, um, she does point out that Downtown Crossing, Rock Bottom, and Love Lines, three of the worst episodes, and none of them have Pacey. Coincidence? Mm-hmm. I think not. I don't think so either. Yeah. Uh, obviously, uh, I know great. Downtown Crossing. Uh, can you remind, Do you remember what Rock Bottom is? Rock Bottom is, is the one where they bring Audrey to um, to California, isn't it? Oh, right. That was a weird She's one. She's hit too. rock bottom. 
Yeah, Audrey is going to rehab, and so Joey mm. and Eddie bring her there with fucking Bob. Yeah, I really uh, choose to forget that. Actually, it's a really bad one. Mm-hmm. It's pretty bad. Um, but that's what that's what Joy has to say, and uh, Joy says maybe I'm in the minority, and we enjoyed it. Absolutely not, Joy. No. <laughs> what, what is there to like about it, Joy? <laughs> there's not. There's not anything to like. No. Um, so that was that episode. I mean, like, listen, they're not all going to be bangers, but that's okay. Mm. We're we're again, we're getting very very close to the end, which makes me yeah. nervous because it's like, what are we doing, wasting time on these episodes? Oh, you know. Every- show is like that it's always fluff at the end yeah and then we have to jam pack all this action in the last two episodes truly that's Um, always what happens in shows like these so speaking of next episode would you like to hear the title i would love to it is called catch 22 catch 22 Mm -hmm. so what's gonna be the catch 22 um I don't, uh, catch is it something with Dawson, maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's a catch 22. Like, maybe it's like you know, catch 22. It's like you take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there, there you, you have, have the facts of life. <laughs> the facts of life. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what a catch 22 is all about. That's it, it's the whole thing. Um, and of course, like you said earlier, uh, we won't be alone. We'll be joined no. by Adam next week. So that'll yeah. be a ton of fun. Yeah, um, it would be. So how wait. are you going to deal with two hours of Adam and I flirting with each other? I'm going to vomit everywhere. If you yeah. just hear like gagging, like very mm-hmm. quiet gagging in the background, just know it's me. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just, we get to stare at each other for All two right. hours straight. I mean, I don't know that I'll Lovingly. know that you're staring at each other because Longingly. you're just looking at your computer screen. So. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, I've been watching you the whole time. I'm sure you have. I mean, who wouldn't want to look at this face, you know? <laughs> um. <laughs> All right. So thank you for bearing with us. Thank you for listening to our problems. Thank you for being our Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Uh, and just listening to us i don't want to put that on our audience (laughs) um over here shit 90 shows taught me when we get our shit together we are totally going to start freaks and geeks but also it's been so rough friends like it's it's not meant to be but it's coming soon um very soon when we're feeling up to it that's the honest god truth Mm -hmm. um in addition to that we'll be back next week um and then over at shit nope that today this is shit 90 shows taught me but over at Pusher recaps <laughs> jessica and i are covering it just like that the sex and city reboot we're having so much fun aiden's back hooray hooray mm-hmm. um and that's it like i'm that's what i'm doing these days for me personally you can find me at sarah ferguson you can find us at shit 90s pod you can find us in our gmails and jessica like what are you up to uh, over on Pusher Recaps, I'm still doing Community and The After Party, um, which are both really fun shows. So definitely go check those out. Uh, and then I'm still streaming. I took a little bit of a break uh, last week just because of everything I mentioned earlier. Um, but I, I probably will be back this week streaming again. So um, you can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Sterling. If you want to follow me there, I would greatly appreciate it. And honestly, again, like any any kind of words you want to throw away, any emails you want to send in, if you wanna, if you wanna commiserate, if are you going through a breakup? Have you dealt with like health problems with your dog, with your family, with anything? Like, we're always here to commiserate too. So send us an email. Yeah, we don't have to read on air. Oh no, of Um, course. We yeah, if you say don't read on air, we absolutely will not. But like if you just want to say that like you are like going through something too, I would love to. You yeah know, feel that connection with you. with you yeah um so yeah that's i think that's everything we have and uh and we'll be back next week with uh with the next episode catch 22 i can't wait to see what the catch 22 is hopefully it's a good one <laughs>
Yeah. Uh, 2D is going to love it. <laughs> uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll talk to you all next week. Have a good one. Bye. Just ask. Shit90shows.me. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.